Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're going to get kicked out of the family, Dusty. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day, Shannon. I hope if anyone is listening on the day that this podcast comes out, that they're off work. Yeah, hopefully you're not on your way to work or coming from work. Right. Just don't be working. It's Labor Day. It's Labor Day, folks. It's kind of sad because it often marks the end of summer. Mm-hmm. I don't want summer to be over. I'm going to be on the beach after Labor Day. You're and not it's like, allowed, I don't think. Yeah. They close all of them. <laughs> and also, I'm thinking of wearing white <gasps> on the beach. <laughs> Aren't you going to a wedding that... Bride is going to kick you out. <laughs> well, I'm going to wear it on the beach, and the wedding's not on the beach. Oh, I see. But it is against the rules. It's doubly against the rules. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Everybody knows. But we had a great summer, so it's fine. It was good. Yeah. And we did some like Labor Day weekend activities, like eating hot dogs, playing board games. I went to see a play. I'm not so sure board games are a Labor Day weekend activity, especially since it's an activity that I do frequently. (laughs) And seeing a play is not a Labor Day activity either. Pretty much the only one that we can count, I guess, is the hot dogs. No new reviews this week, Shannon, which is a shame. And I would really like some new reviews. That would be really great. So if you have time in your busy schedule... Please write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Maybe since you have the day off work, you could uh, use some of that free time to write us a review. You can also tweet us. I'm at Dusty Terrell. And I'm at Shannon Ray Green. Or you can send us an email at I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com. Google Maps will let you plan mixed modes of travel for complicated multi-part trips. This was written by my colleague Dalvin Brown. If your daily journey to work requires that you cycle to the bus stop or train station before taking an Uber to your job, then planning out your route could be getting easier thanks to Google Maps. The navigation app is launching a tool to help you plan complex multi-part trips in advance. The latest function called Mixed Modes is rolling out under the app's transit tab in the coming weeks. The tech giant announced this last Tuesday. The tool will allow you to choose from ride-sharing and cycling options within public transit routes, so you don't have to piece together a series of trips yourself. I have definitely found myself doing that before. Well, then, this tool's for you, Shannon. (laughs) Especially with my trip to the Jersey Shore. 
it's like, I'm not going to have a car. I'm doing Amtrak. Got to figure all these things out. So I hope it rolls out in time. I hope they have a button that says, save Dusty money. That's what it's all about. Saving Dusty money, getting him money. That's what my husband cares about. Public systems will be the primary way to get around, and Google will let you choose walking, biking, and ride-sharing for your first and last mile. So how does it work? After you enter the address of your destination in the search box, you'll get route options that include multiple modes of transportation strung together in one trip. Google tweeted about it and wrote, quote, from a bike to the subway to a rideshare, there's no one way to get around town. Sometimes it takes all three. Now Google Maps is making it easier to navigate each part of your trip, unquote. If you're taking an Uber or Lyft as part of your journey, Google said, quote, you'll see helpful information about each leg of your trip, how much your ride will cost, how long the wait is, if there's traffic on your ride, and when your bus or train departs, unquote. The latest addition to the app comes after several Google Maps updates over the summer. Google added a feature in May that makes ordering food more efficient and incorporated a tool in June that warns you about how crowded buses and trains are in advance. It also added a bike sharing feature in July. Let's say hypothetically I wanted to leave our house, jump on a motorcycle to the nearest golf course, then hop on a golf cart to cut through the Mm -mm. course, Mm -mm. and then get off of the golf cart, (laughs) walk to the metro, (laughs) then take that metro to Roslyn, get off the metro, get on a jet ski, cross the Potomac to go into D.C., Then hop into the president's helicopter and take that straight to work. Will Google Maps be able to to coordinate that for me? You know how they had a save dusty money button? Mm -hmm. I think if you hit that button, then none of these would be options. Because all that would be very expensive. Right. And Mm -hmm. complicated. What if I just want somebody from Google to carry me to work? (laughs) They're not available for that service, I don't think. That's unfortunate. (laughs) How millennials eat. Are they killing beer, American cheese, and canned tuna? I think millennials have done great things for beer, Shannon. (laughs) Yeah. This is written by my colleague Francis Yu. For the past few years, millennials have been accused of killing a number of things, from napkins to motorcycles to home ownership to marriage and divorce. And food, at least in some categories. We can add to that list beer, cereal, American cheese, and canned tuna, among others. It matters what and how millennials eat because that demographic, people ages 23 to 38, the range can vary slightly, is projected to overtake the baby boomers as America's largest generation this year. In your face, boomers. Except the bad thing about that is we won't be able to blame them for all our problems anymore. (laughs) That is such a good point. Beth Bloom is the associate director of U.S. Food and Drink at Mintel, a market research firm. She said, quote, I don't like to think of it as millennials are killing a thing. It's really just their preferences are shifting. Some subcategories that don't deliver on those preferences might not be performing as well, unquote. Facing significantly more choices than previous generations, millennials may not stick to longstanding categories or brands their parents used to buy. Simon Gunsberg is an analyst at market research firm Euromonitor International. 
He said, quote, they're open to those new and unique brands. They want to purchase brands that better align with their own values, whether it be their dietary nutrition preferences, sustainability, philanthropy, etc., unquote. With challenges to satisfy the younger generations, major food brands across categories are studying millennials' eating habits and trying to meet their needs by diversifying product offerings. They consider themselves foodies and see eating as an experience. Compared with other generations, millennials are more engaged with food, Bloom said. According to a report published by Mintel in May, 58% of the millennials surveyed consider themselves a foodie, and 57% think planning meals takes more time than they would prefer. They tend to eat out more. Bloom said, quote, food is kind of a social thing for them. It brings them joy. They're more likely to look for products and brands that kind of represent them. So food is an expression, unquote. Take beer, for example. In 2018, overall U.S. beer sales went down 1%, but craft brewer sales grow at a rate of 4%. That's according to the trade group Brewers Association. Beer produced by small and independent brewers particularly appeals to millennials as they communicate some stories or quality that, Bloom said, quote, millennials could say, oh, this brand represents me, unquote. See, we didn't kill beer. We innovated. We're making it better. We're being creative with it. Mm Mm-hmm. She said, quote, just the experience of trying craft beers or going to a brewery or trying a beer from a certain place added that additional value of having that being an experience for millennials, unquote. Mintel's survey found that millennials tend to be more health conscious. Half of the demographic believes they eat healthier than the average. Over 60 percent of millennials surveyed think their generation is more focused on health than any other generation. But instead of focusing just on low-fat or low-calorie products, this generation has a holistic view toward health, Bloom said. They tend to favor foods with fewer artificial ingredients and that are less processed. She said, quote, it's okay for something to have fat. It just needs to be kind of whole ingredients, unquote. We're not that kind of millennial, so. (laughs) No. This preference hasn't been lost on major food brands, which in response have launched health-focused products. The Kraft Heinz Company in 2014, for instance, removed artificial preservatives in Kraft Singles, a sliced cheese product packaged individually. When did that happen? 2014. You didn't even notice the difference. Didn't even notice. I know you didn't notice. You're like, oh no, is it not going to taste as good? But you've been eating them away since 2014. They're delicious still. (laughs) I checked. (laughs) In 2017, General Mills launched French yogurt Wii by YoPlay with non-GMO ingredients and no artificial flavors. The product brought more than $100 million in first-year retail sales to the company, according to Bridget Christensen, a General Mills spokesperson. SunMade, the raising company with more than 100 years of history, is trying to address and eliminate a misconception that has haunted their product for years, one that makes raisins less attractive to millennials especially. The company's CEO, Harry Overly, said, quote, they think raisins have added sugar, which is completely not true, unquote. The sweetness in raisins comes slowly from grapes, which are dried under the sun, Overly said. He continued saying, quote, there's nothing different in a box of sun-made raisins than if you took a bunch of fresh green grapes, unquote. But health was not the only focus for millennials. Companies are also developing products that are somewhat indulgent. Last year to that end, General Mills introduced Wee Petites, a smaller size yogurt that features indulgent flavors such as sea salt caramel and dark chocolate raspberry. SunMade has launched yogurt and chocolate-covered raisin snacks. Though consumers are looking for the natural, clean products, they still want to indulge. That's according to Euromonitor analyst Gunsberg. I think SunMade has it all wrong. We don't avoid eating raisins because we think there's added sugar to them. It's because 
us youthful millennials refuse to eat things that have wrinkles on them. I don't want to be... <laughs> wrinkles are for old people, not for, for me. I'm young. I'm a young millennial. That's ridiculous. It's more than ridiculous. Is it, though, Shayla? <laughs> I thought you were going to go with we were all of the generation that watched raisins be animated and play in a band. I can't eat those raisins. They, they're sentient and they play musical instruments. <laughs> For busy millennials, convenience matters. They snack more often. So brands have responded by developing products in small, portable packages. SunMade has introduced sour raisin snacks and flavors like mixed berry and watermelon, a kind of healthier alternative to Sour Patch Kids. That's according to Overly. And though the sales of canned tuna went down, tuna brand Starkist has seen a resurgence of its products sold in pouches without draining. From 2013 to December 2018, the overall sales in the U.S. of 5-ounce and 12-ounce canned tuna declined 15% by volume to $1,038 million. That's according to marketing research firm Nelson. In contrast, the sales of pouch tuna have jumped 62.2% to $354 million during the same period. Beside pouch tuna, Starkist also offers salmon and chicken pouches, some in bold flavors including buffalo-style jalapeno, sriracha, spicy Korean-style with gochujang, and red curry with coconut. Andy Mex is the vice president of Starkist Marketing and Innovation, and he said, quote, This way people can get their protein wherever they are, in the car, at the office, or between kids' activities, unquote. Brands have to find the sweet spot among millennials' multiple preferences, so marketing to the demographic could be tough, Bloom said. She said, quote, Some products that are packaged for time savings aren't necessarily delivering on health, unquote. Products should not be too expensive as millennials care about saving money. Bloom said, but they don't have to be the cheapest, she added, as long as the products, quote, represent a value, unquote. Put some avocado on a toast. Hurry. <laughs> I mean, that has value. Everybody knows. Gotta have it. <laughs> Healthy, delicious. It's all you need. I'll give you $20 for it. <laughs> I can't wait to tell my parents that we're going to outnumber them soon. <laughs> I think they're going to be devastated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and last today, we've got the lightning fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Jeopardy host Alex Trebek has a wonderful update for his health. That's great news. He finished chemotherapy and things are looking to be good for him. He, he said, quote, let me tell you, it's going to be a good year, unquote. Oh, that's so great. If he needs to take any time off, I'd be willing to take over any hosting uh, responsibilities. Take that and do what you will with it, Mr. Trebek. Yeah. <laughs> Write that into your contract that Dusty Terrell, the famous host of I Tell My Husband the News, can serve as backup. Yeah. Why not? He's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if would you say Alex Trebek is hilarious? No, I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. Mainly that job just consists of being able to read trivia questions and also maybe have some polite banter with contestants. I think it's important to be charming. So you it says here, Shannon, that you enjoy <laughs> being outside during the summertime. Would you say that's true? 
I would. Oh, okay, great. All right. <laughs> Which category would you like? See? Oh, my gosh. I'm a this natural. Is, this is like a multimedia resume you're giving him right now. No. Like, this is exactly what it's going to sound like from a studio. Like, you're welcome. Yeah. Jeopardy. <laughs> Ash from Italian Volcano appears to chase boat. Those Italian volcanoes. They'll get you. <laughs> Just ask those guys in Pompeii. You know what I mean? iPhone 11 launch. Apple announced event date. Ooh, does that mean iPhone 7s will get cheaper? One can only hope. Can you hold out for that, Shani? <sighs> Tori Kelly on her new album said, quote, it's hard to sing sometimes, unquote. It's hard to engineer sometimes or, <laughs> or to journalist sometimes, right, Shannon? Yeah. Wimbledon champ ousted in women's draw at U.S. Open. Welcome to the U.S. <laughs> no, got time for your Wimbledon <laughs> values here. We, this is the United <laughs> States, and we'll open you right up. <laughs> I wish everyone else could see you wagging your head and wagging your finger. Like... Don't mess with the U.S. That's right. Pool parties, live music, top Labor Day weekend events. Oh, not board gaming, watching TV, and (laughs) going to plays? Well, they top our Labor Day weekend events. Mm -hmm. See plans for the new Six Flags Great Adventure Jersey Devil Coaster. As an elder millennial, Shannon, I don't think I'm interested in roller coasters anymore. (laughs) What? It makes me dizzy. Hurts my back. No, thank you. I think that is one of the first times I've heard you say something and I thought to myself, yeah, my husband's old. Yeah. I don't like roller coasters that much. I like them. Two pythons, each nearly 18 feet long, nabbed in Florida. At least they're in custody. Confused ball boy tries to deliver Venus coffee. That's always what I want when I'm working up a nice, healthy sweat is some hot coffee. (laughs) Carly Lloyd has Fly Eagles Fly goal celebration. Boo. Go Cardinals. What? Fly, Cardinals, fly. (laughs) On the road to victory. C-A-R-D-I-N-A-L-S. Go Cardinals. I hope no one I'm related to or no one who I'm friends with, who I grew up with in the South Jersey, not far from Philadelphia area. Here's what you've just done. The sacrilege. You're going to get kicked out of the family, Dusty. At least we can both agree that the Cowboys are the worst. Am I right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry for all the people who are angry with us. Come at us on Twitter. At Shannon Ray Green. At Dusty Terrell. Just ask Shannon Ray Green. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Next week on I Tell My Husband the News. Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. <laughs> I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.